This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. The Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Heart of Dixie After Show. Yay! <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to another After Buzz TV After Show for Heart of Dixie. Bing is for doing, and tonight I am here with my lovely co-host doing another after show. She can introduce herself. Oh yeah, I'm Kathy Kelly and I'm, I guess, replacing everyone who's not here tonight. Yes, she is filling in. Everyone else has gone home early to enjoy some pre-Thanksgiving festivities with their families. Yes. But we're still hanging around. So this is season two, episode seven, Baby Don't Get Hooked on Me. Kathy, what did you think of the episode? There was a lot of love for Zoe this episode. It seemed like, um, what is that movie, Everyone Says I Love You? It was Everyone Says I Love Zoe. Yeah. Because <laughs> she has Wade, obviously, her love interest. Yes. And then Max, the little boy. Yes. Yeah. And by the way, I'm Michelle Renee, because I don't think I said that. No, but you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm here all the time, but yeah. So, um, so... Overall thoughts, I think I liked it a lot. Um, I know you wanted to start with. Yeah, um, my overall thoughts of the episode were, I think it was a pretty good episode. It had um, a lot of meat to it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of uh, things that we can use to see how the season is going to kind of progress. Yeah. As we talked about a little bit before we got here but (laughs) we'll talk about that more in predictions but the episode started with uh wade and zoe per usual every episode it starts the same they wake up in the morning and same bed yeah they just you know finished having a sleepover (laughs) (laughs) an adult sleepover (laughs) my question this is really crass but does zoe ever have a period like when when she you know every episode it opens the same way and it's kind of like we get it yeah they're they're hooking up now yeah do they ever sleep alone it was probably election week when they took off yeah so (laughs) that was my thought mom forgive me (laughs) that was really classless but (laughs) then we see um Zoe walk into uh, LaVon's kitchen like mm-hmm. she always does. And then we see the first signs that LaVon and Ruby are now also doing the whole 
same thing that yeah. Wade and Zoe are doing. So what did you think of that? I was actually surprised because we always see Zoe walk in to the kitchen. Like every single episode, she walks in the kitchen at some point and LaVon's always put together. And today I was like actually shocked that he had his shirt off. Like, I don't think I, I mean, I don't know if we've seen that yet. Like that yeah. side of him. I remember seeing him with his shirt off a few times yeah. first season, but I don't think we've seen him with his shirt off this season. He hasn't, not because of a lady friend, at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah. First season, it was definitely just because he was, you know, working out, just bumming around, being a bachelor. Mm-hmm. But now it's because he just, you know, had a sleepover with, <laughs> with Ruby with Jeffries. I, I mean, I didn't mind that he had his shirt off because I'm definitely like a team LeVon mm-hmm. person. You know, I, I I don't know. I just, I love LaVon. So <laughs> you can have your shirt off every episode. It's fine with me. I don't care. But <laughs> the transition for me between, um, you know, Ruby wanting to leave immediately after she lost the election to now like considering staying with LaVon was very sudden. I don't know about you, but I feel like she she changed overnight that she like wanted to start hooking up with LaVon and starting things again. Yeah. I think maybe it's because she still had feelings for him from high school. You know, it's like your first mm-hmm. love. You always, I mean, I don't know how it is for you, but yeah. for me personally, it's like, you know, that first love you always, you know, think what if you always kind of yeah. make your life revolve around them, even if you shouldn't. So maybe that was the issue with Ruby. Yeah. Well, was she trying to play cool in the beginning? Because I feel like she was just very standoffish. And then the second he kissed her. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You think she was trying to play it safe? Or like, I don't you... know. I don't know. It's a weird character. Yeah, it, it is. But that brings up a good point, though, with her grandfather. Mm-hmm. Because a big part of this episode was, of course, the tension between her grandfather and Levon. At first, it seems like her grandfather hates LaVon because he broke her heart in high school. And I thought that's what it was. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's a pretty realistic, you know, storyline. If you screw over someone's granddaughter, they're probably not going to be a big fan of you. The family's always going to take yeah. their side. They're, you know, and naturally so. But then, towards the end of the episode, when LaVon goes to her grandfather's house to kind of, you know, make amends, see what's going on. The grandfather admits that the reason why he's upset is because he feel like he feels like the relationship is going to hold his granddaughter back yeah. in her career. So what did you think of that? I mean, that was one of the things that I was concerned with. I feel like Ruby Jeffries is a really strong character and she seems like, I mean, up until this last episode, it seemed like she was so gung-ho on you know her life her career her business um her campaign Mm -hmm. and now I mean this entire episode it was all about LaVon yeah and that's I think that's what was weird for me is because the the change was overnight and I can see why her grandpa would be concerned I mean if things go south again where is she gonna be yeah she mentioned that she's had all of that, and the only thing she hasn't had is love. So I guess the question now is, is love enough to keep her there? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, is love the answer to mm-hmm. all or, you know? I don't know. But in her um, grandfather's worrying, I feel like he's kind of downgrading. I don't know if that's the word I'm looking for, but he's kind of you know, throwing some shade on Bluebell because if Bluebell is this great town and you see so much potential for Bluebell, then like, why wouldn't you 
want your granddaughter there to, yeah. you know. I mean, I I feel like in small towns, everyone always says like, oh, they want to, you know, their dream is to leave town and move to the big city. And maybe that was his dream, but like he couldn't accomplish it. And like he wants that for his kid. Yeah, and, that's a good point. I mean, while, while Bluebell is an amazing community, like they, they have so much, you know, spirit and you know, passion for their town, I feel like there there are a lot of things missing. Like, you couldn't be a surgeon in Bluebell. You couldn't run a international company from Bluebell. Like, where you... Like, I think they even said it in the episode, where are you going to run it from? The Wi-Fi and, yeah. you know, the butter coffee stick, shop? Yeah, yeah butter <laughs> stick. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. It slipped my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I totally just blanked out, but... Yeah. I, I feel like Ruby, um, Bluebell might be too small for her. Yeah. I, that, that's what I was going to say. Um, did I miss something or did she grow up with her grandparents? Because I feel like there's a strong implication there that she did with we, her grandfather's relationship with mm-hmm. her. but And we've never seen her parents before. So we haven't. I don't and know. I feel like we haven't really gotten much of her backstory. Like we have mm-hmm. heard a little bit of her past relationship with LaVon, but I feel like there's not enough that we've gotten yet to fully explain why she's that into him so quickly. I mean, I realize that they, they dated in high school, but to assume after what, a couple days that you're gonna, you know, fall in love, get married, have babies and stay in Bluebell for the rest of your life. Like that's kind of huge. Yeah. That's a big deal. So do you like Lemon and Levon better? Their chemistry more? Or do you... I know you guys like Lemon a lot. And yeah, they no, they like Lemon yes, a lot. Yes. They are missing hosts <laughs> like Lemon a lot. Whitney, I like Paige, um, Ruby. Yeah. They all love Lemon. And I feel like... I mean, Ruby was very strong in her opinions, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way the past couple episodes. But I, I don't know about lemon i feel like she's the type of girl who is always going to put others before or she's going to put herself before others like she's never going to change i feel like she's a mean girl and while we do sympathize with her this season because george left her i mean levon was her second choice yeah she didn't choose him she got dumped and then she chose him by default yeah i don't know i i am definitely team ruby and levon I was rooting for them as a couple, but seeing them together, I don't know if the chemistry is how I would have. Yeah. I don't know. So did you feel the same? Was was that just me? Or I don't know. I feel like the the chemistry last season (laughs) and a little bit this this season that we saw between Lemon and LaVon was a little intense, you know, versus... Um, the, the chemistry between LaVon and Ruby. I don't know. I'm forgetting this girl's name. Who was the girl last season who LaVon dated? The, I forget her name too, but I know who you're talking about. The, she worked at um, the clinic. <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing up a storm. She, she worked at the doctor's office, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then Started she worked an for George. She yeah. worked at the lawyer's office too. Um, I feel like Ruby has the same amount of chemistry as they had. I feel like Lemon and LaVon have a lot of chemistry. Like, he loved her. He loved her. And Mm -hmm. I feel like the other relationships we've seen him in, it's either lust or it's he's forcing something. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like that's what it is with Ruby. Like, he really wants a relationship, but he doesn't really want Ruby. Yeah. 
I agree. And that saddens me. Mm-hmm. It makes my heart really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hopefully he'll find love one day. Yeah. True. Well, speaking of relationships, um, this is more so of a friendship that we're going to move on to. But this episode also featured the kind of push and pull between Annabeth, <laughs> between Annabeth and Lemon. Mm-hmm. So we see them. At first, you know, they're at the butter stick together. Is that where they were? I yeah. Think? And Lemon has this genius idea. She's like, oh, let's start a catering company together. And Annabeth kind of blows her off. We don't really understand why. And then it comes out later that it's because Annabeth has already started her yes. own catering business. And both of our jaws dropped. Like when yeah. we were watching, we're all like, oh, I did not see that. I can't believe that happened. Yeah. So my initial thought was... Um, that Annabeth is jealous of Lemon for some reason. Yeah. But after the episode kind of progressed, I don't know. Is is it jealousy or I don't really know how to diagnose their friendship. I don't understand how Annabelle thought that she was going to get away with it. Or not get away with it, but that Lemon wouldn't find out. Like, that just blows my mind. Because during that conversation, she should have said oh, I'm already starting a catering company. Like, I've already, you know, laid Mm. down the groundwork. And I realized that she was worried that Lemon would have, you know, tried to take over. But I don't know. It is a little jealousy. I feel like she's always Lemon's shadow, and she didn't want that to happen again. Yeah. I feel like it's – we all have friends like this – with girls especially, I think there's always competition, whether it's with looks or with jobs, with boys, even if you're someone's best friend and you love them to death, which I definitely think is the case with Annabeth and Lemon. I feel like there's always some underlying competition there and just, you know, even if it's not out of a malicious, jealous place, it's mm-hmm. still there. And so I think this episode highlighted that especially in their friendship I mean we've seen it before definitely yeah but this episode especially I think it's um what is that line birds of a feather flock together and they are so similar they have the same exact upbringing I feel like they have while they they have um you know different personalities I feel like they still have the same core you know essentials and they're always going to be in competition whether they like it or not, you know, whether it's with guys, like how they both had a crush on Levon at the same time, or with a lemonade stand and it being um, lemons lemonade or whatever. Um, and now with the, the catering company. Yeah. And they're both in kind of the same place in their love life too, especially right mm-hmm. now with Annabeth's divorce and then lemons getting left at the altar. Uh, ouch. <laughs> so I don't know. I think that plays a lot into it as well who will get the man first and how will that, I mean, probably we can assume lemon just because she's like one of the main characters, but yeah. that'll be interesting to see how that plays into their friendship. If that plays into their friendship. Yeah. I all. mean, lemon's always the pushy one, so I'm sure she'll get yeah. everything first, but, yeah. but at least their catering company is going to be called Annabeth's instead yeah. of 50, 50. <laughs> well, you didn't even speak up. Like I, <laughs> I love that last line of the episode. I called it completely because Lemon would never give the company away without... Yeah, it was very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Of her. And she was like, well, that's not the lady... That's not like the Southern Belle thing to do. You should have declined it. Yeah. I guess technically it was Annabeth's idea first. She just didn't speak up. Yeah. 
I like I like them though as friends, and I think their catering company will be great. <laughs> Sorry, I'm coughing a I lot. I thought Kathy was going <laughs> to die on me. That's why I yeah. paused. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully they will figure something out. I'm sure that they will in the coming weeks and we'll learn more about their catering company. It does seem like they have that yin and yang going. Like George said it best where, you know, Annabeth, her cooking is amazing. She's just not very detail-oriented. And Lemon is the one who's the party planner. She can organize everything to a T. She doesn't cook very well. So together they can create this amazing catering company. Yeah. And George also, as you mentioned, he was the instigator and the um, kind of problem solver in this episode. And I feel like he is, is he getting that role a lot this season or is it just me? No, he is. I feel like Like every episode. Every episode he kind of has like a weird role as kind Mm -hmm. of like. The one that causes the problems and then also causes the solutions. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's setting him up. I'm I'm glad because first season he was too nice all the time. Like he's just way too nice. Yeah. So this season it's good to see him kind of in the middle of some drama. This sounds awful, but I feel like the writers are just finding or trying to find ways to include him. Yeah. In this episode especially, yeah. his role was very minimal. Mm-hmm. Same with last episode. I mean, he was there for the election a little bit and trying to get um, Wade's ex-wife to vote. But yeah. And with his girlfriend, the big big girl that he was dating. I feel like until he and Zoe get back together, if that ever happens, or he and Lemon or he and another main character get back together, there really isn't much to do with George. Like there's no part in the plot for him until that happens. Yeah. Maybe so. he's going to get eaten by Burt Reynolds or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not, but yeah. I'll save that for, for predictions. I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're working on writing him out of the show. I, I hope not. No, I'm just I mean, I, I do love his character, and I loved his character first season especially. So I'm sure if they get a third season, fourth season, however long, eventually Zoe and Wade will break up and she'll... Yeah. She'll be with George. Break up if they ever actually get together. Because well, yeah. right now it's just a casual, non-romantic they relationship. Won't, they won't have any more adult sleepovers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll finally, you know, yeah. get her period. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we're kind of speaking about Wade and Zoe, um, do you want to talk about Wade and, not Wade and um, Max, but Zoe Yes. And Max. Zoe and Max. Before we talk about that, I just want to mention, um, if you're not watching us on AfterBuzz TV or watching us on YouTube, you can actually subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. AfterBuzz TV actually has over 50 podcasts a week. So um, make sure to subscribe to that. All you have to do is go to your iTunes, go to the store, type in AfterBuzz TV, and then you can subscribe to the Heart of Dixie podcast. And then we have a ton of other podcasts. So any of your favorite shows, I'm sure we do one for you. Um, And then make sure to rate and comment because we love hearing comments from you guys. Um, I mean, we all read the comments. It really helps us out. Even if you have something negative to say, we are always trying to approve. So make sure to comment. And then um, we'll try to give you a shout out on the show. What other shows do you host and what Um, day do they come on? Right now I'm doing uh, Once Upon a Time. So that is Sunday nights. 
make sure to check that out. And Marissa, our engineer, actually does Once yes, Upon a Time do. with me. Ooh. Yeah. So, what All about right. you? Um, I do Real Housewives of Miami, and that's on Thursday nights. So make sure to check those shows out, too. Yeah. <laughs> so our next discussion, I guess, is yes. like I just mentioned, it's going to be Zoe, Zoe and Max. And Max. But before we kind of get into what happened with them, we finally saw Rose again. We haven't seen her since maybe like episode one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it was just me, but she looked like she was 20 years old. I was like, <laughs> what? What happened? Like she matured overnight. Yeah. She looked a lot taller. She looked more mature. Feminine. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay, Rose. I'll, I think it you. was it was also the way that her character was written this episode. Like she's stopped while she still is crushing on max i feel like she was much more mature especially that scene when they were in um you know wade's bar Mm -hmm. um and her and her girlfriend were sitting at the bar and they were like being mean girls to zoe essentially yeah (laughs) like they just they seemed much more mature in that moment yeah i wrote that down actually too well, of course, well, it was the, an immature thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, of course, her friend was um, Michaela Maroney, which is the gymnast, mm-hmm. you know, gold medalist yes. gymnast. Um, so that was cool because everyone has been waiting, of course, for her guest appearance on the show. So that was great. But I feel like her character, Tanya was her name. Yeah. And she only had a few lines. But I don't know if I feel like Tanya's character should have been a friend of Magnolia's. She was very mean girl, like... Uh, Kruger does not look good on you. Yeah. And we've seen Rose in the past as like the innocent, nice girl that you feel, you know, all of us were there in high school when we had a crush on a guy or like maybe we weren't the most popular. And now it seems like with this Tanya chick, like, and Rose's character this episode, it's kind of like she's becoming a little more of the mean girl, which has usually been Magnolia's character. Yeah. So I don't know. Did you? I hope she doesn't turn into that because I really do like how innocent Rose is. And I think you're right. I think that Michaela Maroney's character was, you know, kind of a mean girl. It was very brief. I thought, you know, since how much they've been hyping it up that she would on the episode longer yeah um but maybe she's gonna be on another episode i don't know probably not yeah no because i remember hearing like her character was gonna defend um rose against yeah. a bully yeah. or something or like and the bully rose. yeah Zoe. so that was a nice little spin that yeah. they put on that because i was definitely thinking they were going to be in a hallway of mm-hmm. a school and Someone was going to be trying to stuff Rose in a locker, yeah. and <laughs> that's not what happened. Just at all. a pint-sized bully. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we finally got to see her and how her character played out. I feel like it was brief. I feel like it, we were a little misled. Yes, we were. <laughs> Shame on you, Heart of Dixie. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like that would suck. I mean, you have a crush on a guy your friend goes to talk to him and the guy ends up falling for your friend. Yeah. Your friend that's like 10, 15 years older than you is incredibly hot. It reminded me, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Mean Girls when Regina George goes to talk to uh, Aaron Samuels. Aaron Samuels. (laughs) And um, she's like, oh yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about... uh, Katie and <laughs> then they end up like making it. <laughs> and then she seals them. And of course that was not Zoe's intention, 
but it happened anyways. I mean, they didn't make out, but yeah, they went on a date. They went on a date. Prior to the date, he surprised her with the flash mob. Yeah. I did not like that at all. And it was like, no offense to anyone, but I thought that was just so cheesy and un- Heart of Dixie-ish. Yeah. Like, I I mean, I love Glee. Don't get me wrong. But it seemed like it was something that she would see on Glee. And I was like, this show isn't a musical. Like, mm-hmm. why are they dancing and, you know, doing choreographed moves in the middle of the Raymer Jammer? Like, yeah. no. No one asked my opinion, but I don't <laughs> I don't think that that should happen again I mean, Heart of Dixie. I think it was cute. I feel like it played into the whole idea of, like, Wade needed to see that to realize that he needed to do a romantic gesture. And even though you don't like it, I feel like a lot of girls out there would love an over-the-top gesture like that. I mean, maybe not, like, a flash mob, but, like, proposing on a screen at, like, a baseball game. Like, something like that. Girls eat yeah. that up. And I'll just be happy for yeah. any, any type of proposal I can get. That's where I'm coming from. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they even have a show about flash mobs and how, like, you flash mob to surprise someone with, like, a proposal or, yeah. you know, a really important thing. And I feel like the only way that it was out of context for me um, or weird for, you know, Heart of Dixie to do. So I feel like you wouldn't see that in a small town like Bluebell. Mm-hmm. I feel like if the show was, you know, set in New York, set in LA, set in a big city, you would see that. But Bluebell just seemed, I mean, I know that yeah. they have internet and stuff. It's not like they're completely cut off from society, but it just, it seemed weird for me to. Yeah. I just, I didn't think, I don't think flash mobs are corny. I just thought the flash mob that they had, especially yeah. like in the context of Heart of Dixie and the Rammer Jammer, I just thought it was I didn't get it. I don't. It didn't work for me, but you have to realize that it, it was an immature gesture just because the the boy who orchestrated the whole thing is, is five, is fifteen yeah. years old, sixteen years old, and um, I was wondering throughout that entire scene how he got all of these adults to agree to this, knowing that he was gonna try to woo someone much older than him. Well, I think, well, I have two things to say. Number one, he is going to grow up to be a ser- serial killer. I don't know. If- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you felt the same way, no. but he, he's, he mentioned all those girls that he's liked in the past. Mambo uh, number five style. Yeah. He <laughs> sent all those flowers. It wasn't just one bouquet. It was loads of flowers. He was giving her kind of that creepy look. I was like, this kid is definitely going to like chop somebody up. Yeah. So just watch out for him everybody but number two um what wait what did you say why do i keep having these <laughs> lapses in my mind how all of the adults oh, oh, agreed to do okay, it yeah that was my second point in a small town football rules I like know. everything so i think it was just more so like we're gonna do whatever this kid wants he's got his because he back. has to like win this football game for us and it doesn't matter if we're going to set him up with a woman. Like we don't care about the statutory rape charges. We just <laughs> want, we just want this kid to win the football game. So yeah. I think that was the, where they were coming from in the town. This isn't uh you Penn though, or Penn state, what a, <laughs> Penn state, not you Penn scratch that. Um, but like, I don't know. I just feel like that is still very odd for a town to support a 15 year old boy loving, you know? Yeah. Maybe they thought I was just innocent, you know? I mean, which it was, obviously. Like, they're not having sleepovers or anything, like she and Wade. But 
what 15-year-old asks like a 26, 27-year-old on a date, though, and thinks that that's okay? A serial killer, like I said. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but- and then he had the comb over, too. He just, I don't know, he was giving me some strange vibes. Yeah. I thought it was, there were so many lines that were like, it was it was funny um, in the context that he was saying, but they were so cliche. He's like, you know, all of my past loves were puppy love, but this is the real deal. I'm like, just trying to get her to, to yeah. fall in love with him too. So do we think this is the last time we're going to see him? Or is he Rose's new boyfriend or he just was... I mean, we did see at the end of the episode, yeah. he invited her to the, the after party. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, he went in about five seconds from being this corny little, mm-hmm. like, nerd-ish guy, yeah. serial killer, to, <laughs> I keep calling him a serial <laughs> to this jock that's like, oh, yeah, you know, come to so-and-so's house for the after party, you know? Yeah. I mm. feel like um, Max and Rose are going to have their own post-game wrap-up show. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> a little spin the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Seven minutes in heaven. Yes. Perhaps. <laughs> Maybe he'll get to Wade's first base. Yeah. Which... <laughs> Under the skirt action. Yeah. Like, and Zoe even commented, she's like, whoa, that's your first base. That like, explains a lot. It does. <laughs> so I don't know. Do we have any, let me refer back to my notes. Um, so anything else to say about that or no i don't think so okay well it ended as as quickly as it started yeah and And i'm i'm actually really happy with how i mean zoe obviously should have said something to him earlier but i i'm glad that she did say something before the game and not lead him on um because that would have been weird and um i mean hurtful to him but i kind of sensed the entire time that he was going to be yeah. Okay. Well, I, I liked what they did kind of in this episode because if you recall back to first season, Zoe's role was always to screw up something in town and then to have the townspeople like hate her and then for her to have to redeem herself by the end of the episode and for us all to be like, okay, whoo, glad yeah. she got through that one alive. So I think the same thing happened in this episode because she admitted to him like, dude, there's no chance that we're getting together and it was kind of that whole, like, here goes Zoe, like, screwing up something in Bluebell again, and now she has to redeem herself. And she did redeem herself. So it kind of went back to the first season, Zoe, yeah. that we, you know, grew to love yeah. as the show. I feel like the on, townspeople so. like her a lot more now, though. Yeah, they do. But she's still not in the clear, I guess. Yeah. Because she still has that possibility. She's of... not as good as Brick. Yeah. <laughs> Which ever since Britt came to visit us last week, I'm just, I don't know. I just love his character so Tim much. Matheson? Yeah, he, he was here. It's it's cool to watch, I mean, after meeting him, how he is, you know, different in person and then on screen. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Crazy. <laughs> Not really. I guess that's what all actors do. But <laughs> it's fun for me. Yeah. So. so should we get into our predictions well i guess we didn't really mention um you're after sorry just kidding i was just gonna say we didn't mention um wade his romantic gesture at the end oh we did not no yes i thought that was really cute yeah yeah well i mean if you don't remember it was at the beginning of the episode um 
Zoe's mom sent her these uh, what is black and white cookies. black and white cookies, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was really cute because Wade went to approach Wanda about what kind of romantic gesture he yeah. could do for Zoe, and that shows that he does. I mean, we all know, but he does really care about Zoe. He wants to keep her around. He he might even want like you know the the full on committed relationship. Yeah. Um, but it was it was cute that he tried to make her cookies. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, I would have liked something, even though I'm the person that just said the flash mob was corny. Yeah. I think that he could have done something, or the writers, I guess, could have created a bigger, like, romantic something for them, you know? I mean, I get it. It tied in with the cookies at the beginning, yeah. and, like, that's typical way to, you know, like, eat her stuff without asking. Yeah. But I don't know. Can they go on a fishing trip or something? A nice romantic getaway in a cabin or, you that's- know? That's... That's Maybe too that's committal. Okay, okay. I feel okay. like this was, I mean, it's just the idea that a little bit goes a long way or like just the thought that counts. Like, obviously they were awful cookies, but it was the fact that he, you know, spent yeah. a couple hours trying to make them and, you know, he thought about it beforehand. It wasn't something that he just like grabbed some flowers from someone's planter and or handed them to her. grabbed some tinfoil and put a thong in it. Yes. Yeah. How romantic. Yeah. <laughs> what every girl wants. Um, but yeah, now we can move into news and gossip unless you have anything. No, I don't have anything, but I'm glad you brought that up. (laughs) I I did totally, you know, skip over that. I was just so focused on those other relationships that I just missed the most important thing because I don't know, maybe they're leading. I don't know. Maybe I should save that for predictions, but I don't know. Maybe they're leading up to, you know, like all of last season led up to the moment of them having their first sleepover. Mm, Yeah. So maybe all of this season is going to be leading up to him finally popping the question will you be my girlfriend Making <laughs> not, that not will you marry me will you be my girlfriend yeah yeah so i don't know we'll see let's talk about that in predictions too okay yeah and now you're after buzz tv predictions do we actually have news and gossip or no yeah we I can do we can do gossip. um we predictions do. before news and gossip if that works yeah okay it's it's a backwards day that's yeah. okay <laughs> so predictions um we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier but wade not wade ruby and levon yeah i i feel like at some point she's going to make the decision to move back to atlanta and their relationship is going to be donezo see i don't know who is actually going to pull the trigger but i don't see her lasting past the end of the season yeah um you know i do like her character and how they brought in someone new um i always welcome new characters i think it's you know fun but i don't see her and levon lasting just because i feel like his he's ultimately destined to be with lemon even if you know she is mean girl but um i don't know i'm gonna predict She's around for another, like, seven, eight episodes. So you give her till the end of the season? Yeah, I'll, I'll give her till the end of the season. But I actually think it's going to be Levon's doing again. I think that Lemon is going to say, you know, I love you. Like, I've always loved you. And Levon might kick her to the curb. Ooh, that's going to hurt. I give them tell not the end of the season like I feel like the end of their relationship will come sooner mm-hmm. but I don't know for me I see maybe some kind of choice where she's gonna try to 
Well, he just became mayor again, so maybe not. Maybe she's not going to get him to choose or anything, or maybe they'll try to do a long distance something. I don't know. I just feel like before the end of the season, her former life in Atlanta is going to come into play and maybe affect their relationship. Yeah. That is where she lived, right? Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. That's Big city. Thing. That's one of my predictions. Mm-hmm. And then we just touched on Wade and Zoe a little bit. Yeah, so. Wade and Zoe. Um, I think, honestly... I feel like before the end of the season, he is going, like, I think she wants it right now, too, to be a little bit more serious, like, deep down. Um, I think that Wade is going to suggest it by the end of the season. Like, we can see him becoming more and more attached um, every episode, and I feel like she's going to reject him. Yeah. Which is really sad because I really wish that they would be together. Why do you think she's going to reject him? I just, I have it in my heart. I feel like she's going to freak out like she's she's going to go back to you know waiter george waiter george Mm -hmm. like she never knows can't make up her mind and also along the lines of predictions next week's episode what the teaser for that gave us nothing it was so vague so what do you think the drama is going to be i don't know i just heard controversy that's all i heard and we know that somehow lemon is involved and uh, Zoe is involved and Annabeth is involved, but maybe they're just spectators in the whole thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. They could have given us something. Maybe they don't know what episode they're going to do yet. And they just, <laughs> they just had to <laughs> make a, a generic, yeah. uh, generic teaser. Yeah. But. Comment and tell us what you think the, um, drama is going to be next week. And if you're yes. right, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah. You can comment on YouTube and iTunes and I'm sure you guys and the the rest of the hosts will read them all. Yeah, we'll read them and get back to you um, throughout the week. So yeah, moving on to news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. It feels so backwards to do it this way. <laughs> Sorry, that might have been my doing. That I no. messed that up a little bit. But um, so many of you have probably heard that Wilson Bethel, who of course plays Wade on the show, he has a new web series and it's called Stupid Hype. Uh, pretty much the premise is that he is a break dancer turned rapper after he, he has a injury and it's about his life as a, an aspiring rapper and his misadventures. You can actually see the first three episodes now on CWTV.com. Um, he actually had a performance last week. Uh, it was last Tuesday. So a week from today, this, the other way, um, in the past <laughs> and, um, it was at Cinespace in LA and all of his cast, were there to support him. Jamie was there. Rachel was there. And Scott Porter were there to support him. Why um, did we miss that? Yeah, I don't know. Because I guess we were here doing the after show. No. Yeah, I was here doing the after show <laughs> for this. So I couldn't have gone even if I no. was invited or wanted to. But you can check out pictures at JustJared.com. They actually have some really good pictures of him dressed in all of his 80s, 90s gear. Because <laughs> the, web, the web series is set in... The late 80s, early Mm -hmm. 90s, I think. So, yeah. Yo, MTV raps era. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of, you know, fake gold chains, boxes, all that jazz. Um, And then also Vogue recently released its annual best dress list. um, And there were no Heart of Dixie characters on the list. (laughs) But I'm mentioning it in news and gossip because fashionista.com actually released their list of 10 women we think Vogue forgot on its best dress list. And Jamie King was featured on their list. And we always talk about how great she looks and how great Rachel look. 
So I would think that Rachel Belson would be on the list. I mean, I've heard from so many of, you know, the producers and the people on the show that she actually, like, wears her own clothes on mm-hmm. set. Like, they don't even need to dress her. Like, they don't need to send her the little costume, um, you know, thing because she's already dressed, like, to the nines when she comes to set. Yeah. So. It was a list of 10 people, though. So if there's only 10 people of, like, all the girls in Hollywood, I guess they had to be kind of selective. Yeah. on who they chose. I think she still dresses really yeah, well. Yeah, they're both definitely still fashionistas and we both definitely love them. Yeah. Um, also, in the upcoming weeks, we're definitely working on some amazing special guests. That's all I can tell you. So stick around for those because you're not going to want to miss the people that we have coming up. Yes. Yeah. And we actually have one more piece of news. This isn't Heart of, Re- Heart of Dixie related, but um, our very own co-founder of After Buzz TV, Maria Menunos, is on the cover of Men's Fitness this month, or of December, I guess, but you can get it on newsstands now, and she looks smoking on the cover in a little bikini, and it's not very often that you can say your boss is hot, but she is very hot, so definitely go and check that out. There's a lot of, um, there's a huge article in that, so guys will obviously love to see the pictures, and girls will um, want to read that because she talks about love and dating in the article. Yay. (laughs) Well, that's all we have for you tonight. Happy Thanksgiving. Yep. And then... um, Where can we find you? In the meantime, um, you can find me on Twitter at Katherine Kelly. And you can find me on Twitter at Michelle Renee LA. And then you can find all of us on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. TV. Yep. Make sure to follow. (laughs) Thank you, Kathy, for filling in for us. Yeah. Yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.